let me know if this sounds familiar. So you're having a conversation. You're having a conversation with a non-federal employee and you guys start discussing your jobs, your careers, how things are going. And when they learn that you are a federal employee, one a common, common response is, oh wow, I'm sure you have a great retirement. And that's true, as federal employees, you have a great retirement, but what, what does that even mean? Right, is that just your pension? Or what does it mean to have a great retirement? Well, today we're gonna to talk about just that, and really, it is way more than just your pension. There are seven key benefits that the government offers you. Now, it doesn't mean you should take all seven, but there's seven benefits that are there for during your career as well as into retirement to make sure that you can be secure and comfortable moving into that great next stage of your life. So we're gonna dive into all seven of these to help you decide, okay, what makes sense for you? How do you get the most out of all seven? Now, if you're on the podcast and you want more visuals, I'm definitely gonna be sharing some visuals on the YouTube channel, so definitely check out the video associated with this topic. Okay, so like I said, you really have seven benefits when it comes to your retirement that affect you. Now, there are three on the income side and then four on the insurance side, okay? Now, we're gonna start on the retirement income side. Now, the first and most um, thought about when it comes to your retirement is your pension, right? Basically, if you're eligible for a retirement, you can get a pension, which is a monthly check. Now, the less well-known piece of this is your first supplement, right? Which is based, it's not your pension, it's actually a separate payment, but not everyone is gonna be eligible for that. You have to meet a few requirements, you have to retire with an immediate retirement and retire before 60 two okay now there is not enough time in the day to go over in depth all these different topics because in reality each one of these topics i can talk about for five hours each okay there's so much to each of them but this is what i'm going to do for you so today i'm going to go over an overview of all these benefits and which ones you should be involved in and, and which ones you shouldn't be right which ones you shouldn't waste your money on okay now in the description below there is going to be each one of these topics, right? Whether it's your pension, your savings plan, your life, whatever, there's gonna be uh, these topics as well as links to some art other articles that go deep into how you should be using those benefits to get the most out of them, okay? So if you want to know more about it, one of these, definitely check out the description. It'll take you to another video, another article that'll give you way more info, okay? so. Again, your pension is the first piece of your retirement is a monthly check as well as your first supplement. Now your first supplement doesn't, <clears throat> doesn't last for the rest of your life while your first pension does. The first supplement at the latest will last until 62, okay? Now, that is the core of your retirement income now, but of course a big piece is social security, right? And you may say, hey, isn't everyone getting Social Security? Isn't that a piece for every American? Well, many now, but actually in the old federal retirement system, the CSRS system, they really didn't pay into the, the Social Security system. That wasn't a piece of their retirement. So that's why I have to mention it here. It's like, okay, for you as a FERS federal employee, this is a big piece of your benefit and you pay for every paper. You, you put a piece of your, your paycheck into the Social Security system, so you will get a benefit. now. For those that don't know, you can get a Social Security benefit as early as 62, okay, or as late as 70. That's kind of the eight-year window when you can start benefits. You can't start before. Now, there's other nuances with disability and other stuff, but for the average Joe, right, the earliest you can start is 62, and the latest you can start is 70. Now, 
if you want to know more about when you should be starting for you within that window, because when you pick to start it will make a huge difference in how much you get. Because basically, if you start it up at 62, um, you get less benefits to start at 70, you get a ton more benefits, but of course you get it for less time. So there's pros and cons there. So definitely check out the article linked below in the description if you wanna learn more about that. Okay, now the last piece of your retirement income side, and that is your thrift savings plan. Now, your thrift savings plan is crucial, 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 let me tell you why. So when it comes to, let's say, your pension or social security, you have less control over it. Now, you can control how long you work, um, you have some control over the factors that kind of go into it, but when it comes to real control, your thrift savings plan, that is where you have the most control because you control a lot of things. You control how much money you put into it, right? And you control how you invest it, and you control how you take the money out and how you use it in retirement. There's a ton of control there. And when it comes to managing taxes in retirement, your thrift savings plan is huge in managing and keeping your taxes down if you manage it correctly, if you do it well, right? So long story short, as many of you know, your thrift savings plan is basically just an account where you can contribute money from your paycheck, every paycheck, ideally, right? Hopefully you're, you're putting into it every paycheck and you can invest that, right? And so you have a bunch of investments, right? And you can actually invest in, you know, all these funds, the G fund, F fund, S fund, C fund, and I fund. You can use those funds while you're working, but also in retirement, you can keep your TSP into retirement, no problem. You can roll it over to an IRA if you want. There's pros and cons there. I'll link a, an article below um, kind of on the, on the best ways. First, to invest your TSP, because honestly, if you invest it poorly, you are at least leaving tens of thousands of dollars on the table, if not hundreds of thousands over the course of your career. It is a massive deal to invest this correctly for you, your situation, and your retirement date, and how you're gonna be using it in retirement. It is a massive, massive deal. So definitely, definitely check that out if you wanna learn more about the thrift savings plan, because that's a huge part of your retirement, knowing how to get the most out of that while you're working, but also during your retirement. So that is, the income side. Now, that is incredible. And that and this is really why most people, when they say, hey, wow, as a federal employee, you have a great retirement, this side is what they're really talking about. They're talking about your pension, they're talking about your thrift savings plan, they're talking about your social security. You have those three key you know, pieces of income which other people don't have. Um, a pension, generally, depending on the company. And some don't even have a 401k, or some, some of them do if they saved well, it just depends. Um, but it's not near as structured generally as, as at the federal side. But honestly, this insurance side is so, so, so beneficial. Now, having income in retirement is crucial, obviously, obviously, but this insurance side is so, so beneficial. And I'll, I'll kind of run you, run you through these because honestly, your health insurance, that is probably one of your best benefits, one of your best benefits. And it's so crucial if you are on the federal health insurance plan and you want to keep it into retirement, you have to make sure you meet the eligibility to do so. And I'm not gonna dig into it super deep, but let me give you the, the quick summary to not make this video super, super long, okay? To keep your health insurance into retirement, first, you gotta be covered under the federal health insurance plan for the five years before retirement. So five plus years um, before retirement, you gotta be covered um, by that, that federal health insurance plan and you gotta retire with what they call an immediate retirement, okay? 
Now, there'll be links below um, to a specific article I wrote. Okay, this is exactly what I mean by an immediate retirement. This is exactly what you need to do to make sure you can keep your health insurance into retirement. And also, that if something happened to you, that your spouse can stay on your plan. Because that would be a worst case scenario if your spouse really relied on your health insurance and then in retirement, she wasn't or he wasn't able to keep it because something happened to you. You wanna make sure that not just you're taken care of, um, or both you and your spouse to take care of when you're alive, but when you, when a, one of you passes away, make sure the other person is gonna be taken care of as well. That is crucial when it comes to any type of planning for your retirement and for life in general, you, you have to double check all those different ramifications for your decisions, okay? So the federal health insurance, you can keep it into retirement again, but um, that you have to meet the eligibility, eligibility requirements. Okay, next, the life insurance. So Fagley, is an incredible program. Now, one of the biggest benefits is that when you first are hired, and there's different times to do that even during your career, where you can get coverage and there is no medical underwriting and things like that. You can get coverage without um, going through that whole process. Now, one of the downsides, it's a big group plan and because there's no underwriting for a lot of people, that means someone that's super, super healthy, runs marathons, is vegan, all that stuff, right? It's gonna be say, paying the same exact prices as someone that's uh, super overweight, that is not active, that sort of thing. So as you age, it gets very expensive, especially if you're in good health, it's gonna be very expensive. Now, if maybe your health isn't good, maybe you have some underlying conditions, maybe you won't be able to get better insurance. And so it is really nice to have this federal life insurance um, down the road. Now, I have a whole article on, I call it my ultimate guide. Whenever I do a really deep dive, I have an ultimate guide on Fegley. So you can kind of dive in for you. It's like, okay, what piece, because there's actually four pieces of Fegley. It's actually quite complicated. It's basic A, B, and C, okay? Now, all these four different parts do different things. They do different things. And you want to make sure you're using the ones that are first, the least expensive, right? And you're not paying for any more than you need to. Because honestly, life insurance, I see it all the time where federal employees, sometimes people don't have enough insurance. I see that too. But probably more often than not, I see that people have too much. They're paying for too much and they're just wasting hundreds of dollars a year, if not thousands of dollars a year on stuff they don't need. So definitely check out your federal life insurance, see what you have, check out what you need, and then go from there. Okay, next, FedVIP, or the Federal Employee Dental and Vision Program. And this is really, really nice to have. Now, not everyone uses it, not everyone needs it. Um, it really does come down to um, a preferencing. And some dental and some vision is often covered under your FEHB plan. So depending on your needs, you may not need anything, right? So you definitely wanna check out, okay, what are your needs? You have glasses, um, what are your dental needs? And what is already covered under your federal health insurance before you pay for something extra that you don't need? Now, again, um, like the other types of insurance, like your health insurance, like your life insurance, to keep your dental and vision into retirement, you have to meet the eligibility requirements. And for and for, for dental and vision, basically you have to retire with an immediate retirement. And, and actually there's quite a bit of flexibility if you do retire with an immediate retirement, um, where you can, even in retirement, you can turn it on, you can turn it off, you can make adjustments. It is pretty darn flexible as a program, but you have to retire again with what they call an immediate retirement. And there's a bunch of things to go into that. There'll be a link below to, to walk you through exactly what, what you need to do to keep that into retirement. Okay. FLTCIP. And this is by far the least used program um, that the government offers. Okay. It's the FLTCIP, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance. Now, for those that don't know, basically this program is an insurance program 
um, that for those that ended up using it and, and have paid for it, it can be super, super helpful, but it's certainly not for everyone, certainly not. Basically what it covers is at a certain point, for all of us, there may come a time when we can't take care of ourselves where things like nursing care, like um, nursing homes, basically skilled nursing, where we can't take care of ourselves and we need help. That sort of care, especially in some parts of the United States, becomes very, very expensive. So this insurance program basically says, hey, you pay into the program and then down the road when you have some sort of need like this, we'll pitch in and pay for some of it. It doesn't always cover all of it. You have to depend on the program and the planet you pick. But that's basically the idea. Now, um, I have a whole long article on this, but long story short, whenever it can be avoided to get this long-term care insurance, I, I recommend that because it gets very, very expensive, very expensive. And you have to keep paying for it for basically the rest of your life if you intend to, to kind of use that as your plan, right? It, it could be very thousands and thousands of dollars every year to, to have this insurance. So there's an article below, of, okay, do you really need it? Is there some other way for you to take care of yourself no matter what, take care of you and your spouse no matter what, right? Because honestly, a common situation is when the first spouse has issues, has health issues, they need nursing care, they, they need serious health issues or health care, and uh, they drain their, the, their TSP, they drain their savings, leaving the surviving spouse with not a lot of resources. And you don't want that to happen to you or your spouse. That's a huge, huge deal. So again, check out the article below on the federal long-term care insurance program to see, okay, does it make sense for you or should you find another option, whether it's um, saving outside, maybe, maybe there, there's lots of different, different options that I go over. And again, I could talk about all seven of these for a long, long time. But that is the core of your retirement. So next time you have a conversation about, hey, you know, someone says, hey, I heard you're you know, a federal employee. I'm sure you have a great retirement. Well, now you know what that means. You say, yeah, I've got seven different benefits that I can use, some of which you may or may not be able to keep into retirement depending on your eligibility, how many years of service you have, how old you are, those sort of things all affect which of these you get, how much, let's say, your pension is gonna be, and all those things. So I hope, I hope that was helpful. Now, again, there is so much more information on every single one of these. So start with one. Start with one area where you say, ah, I don't understand this topic. I don't really understand how my pension is gonna work in retirement. I don't understand how much it's gonna be. Um, go look at the links below. Check them out and educate yourself because here's the deal. Bef before, in the past, the government had more people down down from your office and you know, it, let's say on, on, the, on the next um, row of cubicles over, they had people there in your building to help you with retirement, to walk you through all these different benefits, to help you make decisions. But now, guess what? A lot of these things, a lot of these trainings, a lot of these benefits experts, a lot of these people, they're being centralized where maybe you know the people you're talking to about your benefits, about your retirement are states away. So it's much harder to get personalized help when it comes to this stuff. So if you wanna be confident and comfortable, you have to really put in the, the, the time to understand at least the basics of this stuff, of all these benefits, at least the ones that apply to you that you are gonna be using so that you don't make any mistakes. Because I have seen so much money, so much money left on the table between all these things, whether it's, you know, they made a mistake and they weren't able to keep their federal health insurance into retirement. That's huge. That's a game changer, right? What about their TSP? I've seen massive mistakes and people doing it super well where there's huge swings of hundreds of thousands of dollars just managing their money well. 
over their lifetime. That's huge, right? So again, educate yourself. It, you will thank yourself forever for the time and energy you put in to learn about these benefits and what this all means for you. So I hope that was helpful. If you have any comments or things that really have helped you in your federal career, please put in the comments below on the YouTube channel. It helps the entire group of federal employees out that are here, this great community of people trying to retire comfortable and confident. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you next time.